time to rev it up and roll with America's premier motorcycle talk show. Open Road Radio is on the air with Gina Woods and other guest hosts. And now, with riding on their minds, here's your hosts of Open Road Radio. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. It is another Motorcycle Monday. And we have got a great show lined up. Hey, honey. Hello. How are you? Fantastic. We got Hot Shot in the house co-hosting. He's not awesome. replacing Bedazzling, but he's not replacing. Okay. <laughs> I'm too ugly. Oh, stop. <laughs> Dazzling is uh, out tonight. Um, she's uh, she is on a. Uh, Getting ready to head to Georgia, so she's a uh, she's on the open road. Penny is in our um, is in our full throttle studios from Las Vegas, Sin City. Woohoo! And City. Shot is in from Florida. Florida. Grandma's house. Yeah, where the weather is a lot nicer there than it is here. We were getting some great uh, weather over the weekend, then bam, the bottom just fell out again. It's, it's, Cold and chilly, yeah. But yeah. Uh, real quickly, wanted to uh, let you guys know we've got a fantastic show on deck. We have got uh, Ray Ripple, and we're going to rip it up with Ray tonight here on Open Road Radio. Uh, American metal artist, stunt rider, speaker, TV personality, the whole nine yards. And motorcycles saved her life, and we're going to find out why. In today's episode of Open Road Radio, got a need for speed. Homan Brothers on deck to talk about racing and talking shop. John Dahmer discusses this high performance shop that caters to quality motorcycles, upgrades, and repair. And Penny, you know John for some years now. I do. I actually met him working with the Bagger Racing League. Um, you know, they have uh, obviously worked with some of the racers. And then um, have been dealing with him on my, uh, actually, Wolfgang Publications, Harley-Davidson Performance Bagger book that he's actually <laughs> putting on board in. So you got to get that out. <laughs> I know. He's all about performance. And uh, Maddie should be because they have a, a super reputable company. And he's an amazing guy. So Fantastic. Well, I put both him and Ray on a different, uh, for the last couple of days, uh, just promoting the show. And they're both blowing up. Uh, our Facebook page. So definitely a lot of fans. Uh, I hope everybody is tuning in. If you are tuning in, thank you so much. Please give it a like and a share. Please share it to uh, your friends, uh, family and friends as well, because we uh, that's what keeps us going and helps our sponsors. Uh, and speaking of sponsors, our show is brought to you by Andrews Products, Campo Vida Tequilas, Blackjack Gaming, Full Bourbon, Full Throttle Law, um, Motorcycle Safety Foundation, Megwear Apparel, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, Docs Harley-Davidson, the Pandemonium Circus Ride, which is coming up in June. We're excited about that. In fact, Holman Brothers, Dark Horse, Crankshafts are one of our uh, one of our sponsors for that, as well as Bonnie and Clyde's Gangster Park. Can't wait to go to these. Some of these are all of these are stops. Bullfalls Harley-Davidson. We've had Pookie on in the last couple of weeks. She's a blast. Um, oh my gosh, who else is on that? Iron Horse Hotel. So 
Yeah, just a lot of great people on that. And each week we bring you a sponsor to interview and uh, Homewind Brothers are one of them. It's that we get to stop there and do a tour, but we'll talk all about that when we bring John. Right now, let's talk about Hot Shot. Oh my God, he's in the house. What's going on? I'm actually in my mom's house, but I'm in the house. Yeah, Yeah, you're in a house. house. We thought you thought you missed the show on Friday. I know. I was like, "Damn it! I didn't get to get on." I, I, I and Ray's on the on the radio, on the show tonight. I was like, "Damn it!" I, I always message her on Instagram and comment on her, and I'm always teasing her. You know, she doesn't respond. As she has no idea who I am. Oh, she will after this show's over. You're gonna know I'm famous <laughs> in my own head. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we're so glad that you. Real quickly, let's just talk about Hot Shot Welding for a minute because. Uh, well, you know some great stuff. I know Corey's got some pictures he's going to throw up there in a second. Um, you do some great stuff there, and uh, you're out of Florida. Now, will you travel anywhere to do your uh, welding, or are, are you just stay pretty busy where you're at? Oh, we, we've been all the way to Seattle. We did the, the Stratosphere in Vegas. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, we did the Stratosphere yeah, when cool. it first opened. It had a ride called the Hot Shot in it, and it shot you up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we did uh, some work in there. Just uh, a studio of clothing for Calvin Klein back in the day. And uh, that was neat. Yeah. But we travel around. We do it any high-end club, bars, nightclubs, and, you know, me and my curved staircases. That's, that's yeah. My bread and butter. You know? They're so beautiful. Oh, I my do. God. Yeah. And, and the high rollers, they love to get me in there. They've been wanting to gold leaves and we've been doing 24 karat gold leaf and the old world stuff and then we'll get a client that wants super contemporary and they got these curved single stringers that we got to build like in four pieces of metal and use the uh, AutoCAD with SolidWorks and the water jet and weld everything and polish it and you can't tell it's it looks like a curved beam that we rolled but you can't roll a square rectangle beam very easily so we make it in pieces and it and it just blows people's mind when we're done. So. You do some amazing stuff. I can't believe. I'm trying to think what I could have done in my house if I could afford you. <laughs> it's just like I got an old farmhouse. That stuff wouldn't even. I don't know if it would match. But I went on the show. I went on the website before the show, and really, just outstanding. Yeah, that's that's the kind yeah. of houses he does. Not my house. You checked it out. You checked it out, huh? Oh, it's beautiful work. Beautiful work. Huh? All right, that's cool. I love it. I appreciate you guys. Telling me that, you know? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We've got one of the houses that you just, uh, I think oh. you just completed this one. It's on the screen. Can I'm trying to get it? back to my video and I'm stuck here. What the hell's going on here, world? Uh oh. What uh, happened to you? Oh, nothing. I'm right there. I'm right there. <laughs> it said background screen. I was trying to click it because I know I've been on and I put it on before, but it ain't working for me. <laughs> but that's right. cool. That's okay. Um, Another Floridian says, what's up? James Lynch is in the house. He had a great weekend with OCC this past weekend, motorcycle shows in, uh, um, well, I'm, I'm hoping that's Florida, Jim. Um, Big Andy's in the house, says hello. Uh, Marla, hello, how are you? Good to see you, Marla. Wow, long time. Um, Larry says good evening to us. Uh, Melly, hi, Mel. Good to see you. Great, everybody. Give it a like, give it a share. Thank you so much. You can also check us out on YouTube. Give it a subscribe as well as 
uh, LinkedIn. So um, thanks for joining us for this hour of Open Road Radio, Motorcycle Talk for 26 years. And each week we try to bring you somebody interesting, fun, and just uh, just talking motorcycles for an hour. And it goes super fast, way too fast. <laughs> it goes really fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to want fast motorcycles. So, Hotshot, you're not only good at, at welding stuff, but you are really good at racing, man, because we've had so much fun racing with you in the last couple of years. And I was so bummed when we didn't get to, we didn't get to be in uh, Sons of Speed this year. I was like, man, but you guys were there with us the whole time. So we enjoyed oh, yeah. that. I actually got to race the bike of years, and that was awesome. And Greybeard sponsored me and gave me a motor when mine blew up. I was in tears. I was like, I can't race. And Greybeard goes, I got your motor, son. I was like, oh, my God, who are you? Listen, man, isn't that <laughs> so what racing family is all about? How cool was that when yeah. somebody in the pits or somebody, you know, on the race and another race team just uh, gives you their motor because they want you to. They want you to race. <laughs> it's just amazing. They want me to come play. Yeah. yeah. And, and the sad thing is, is I, I beat Greybeard on his with his own motor. <laughs> on his own motor. <laughs> I, I can't help it. You're on the track. You want to go. Exactly. Yeah. And he gave you yeah, the yeah. perfect motor to go. Yeah, he did. That thing's still running now. Yeah. It's getting, I'm trying to blow it up, but it hasn't blown up. So he did a good job. That is such a cool bike. I just totally dig that bike. And you guys are just so much fun anyway. You're just oh, yeah. so much fun. Yeah, we have a really great time. But we have a lot of fun stacked for the show tonight. So um, we're going to come back with Ray Ripplin right after these messages. We're going to run to a quick ad break. And we'll be right back, guys. All right. Cool. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews Products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews Products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Track days. Riding seminars. Emergency response classes. First aid courses. Garage nights. And fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. Full throttle law. We ride together. A ride and riding together is the Panhead 75th anniversary. Oh man, you guys, this is going to be a great, great event. June 17th through the 24th, it leads right into the Wild Ones weekend. So the Panhead uh, Pandemonium Circus Ride starts on the 18th and it goes to um, 
uh, Hoping Brothers is our first stop. We're going to talk to John and, uh, a little bit later in the show. Uh, then we do a ride to Tomahawk to see the, and then go to Doc's Harley Davidson. From there, we're doing dinner at Bonnie and Clyde's Gangster Park. Uh, got a lunch stop June uh, 20th on Tuesday, Bull Falls Harley Davidson. The uh, Circus World Museum is on Wednesday. Uh, this is going to be such a great, we've got over a hundred bikes registered right now. Uh, motorcycle vintage vintage motorcycles is beyond heads um so if you want to register you can still get in um wisconsin harley davidson is wednesday night thursday night is the uh the harley davidson museum bike night and then huge party in caledonia at panhead central it is going to be a great time get on the website and sign up now this is the come celebrate the 75th anniversary of the panhead and the Wild Ones Weekend. Don't miss it, guys. It's going to be a blast. All right, and let's get back to the show. And we've got uh, Penny FXR in the house with Hot Shot Racing along with mm-hmm. us. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are going to bring on our next guest. Our next guest, I'm going to tell you what, she is just some badass all-American metal artist. So, hot shot. I know that this is this is right up your alley. Um, she's also a stunt writer. Um, she's a speaker. She's a TV uh, personality. I know that she's been on that metal uh, that Netflix show. Um, she's going to tell us more about that and how uh, motorcycles saved her life. Let's and she's bring- a, she's a book author as well. She is a book author. She's building a bike for Born Free. Um, I want to know a little bit more about the armadillo she built. And let's bring her on. I want to introduce Ray Ripley to the show. Hey, lady. Hello. How are y'all? Fantastic. How are you? Do what? Fantastic. How are you? Great to I'm see you. Good. I'm doing good. Good to see you too. We know you're tag all weekend but we're we're like best friends though so we did man i know we're busy ladies but you probably got a you've got a lot going um also i'm super jealous of the bonnie and clyde uh thing that y'all are riding to or going to oh my god because i'm a huge fan of bonnie and clyde not the killing part but like yeah yeah story no i know me too yeah i uh, one of my favorite outlaw movies man Oh man! Well, I'm like I'm such a diehard fan. I have both of their autographs tattooed on the back of my calf. But also, <laughs> did you know it almost wasn't Bonnie and Clyde? It was almost Bonnie and Roy because <laughs> Roy Thornton was her first husband, and he actually died escaping prison. And she had his name tattooed above her right knee. So your girl has his name tattooed ah, above right on. I want to know where she got a tattoo back then, right? Oh, right? You know yeah. like, some gangster stuff back then. Yeah, no doubt. It's not like there was there a shop on the street. <laughs> no. It was definitely like a pen, like a yeah. needle and some ink and yeah. Yeah. Indians down the street. They went to the local teepee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool stuff. I, I almost built a car for a client. I haven't done it yet, but it's the Bonnie and Clyde car in my water jet. But I was going to take it out back and shoot it and hang it up in his uh, um, Good. 
uh, little bar nightclub he's got going on. You should. You totally right? should. Yeah. Well, Ray's got a truck and a car that does that's not shot up, but it sure looks awesome with some metal art. I think Corey's gonna throw a couple pictures on there and wow, look at that. Woo! That's cool shot. I yeah, I like right. that. That's awesome. That girl is getting after it. Ray, that this was, is uh that I like that was whenever I was still building sculptures in my driveway. Like at the time, uh, I lived in such a tiny little house that the only thing I could build was in the driveway because they just kept getting bigger and bigger. And then the cars <laughs> kind of came in, and so now it, that's why it's in my driveway. My poor neighbors on the other side, I always caught their grass on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you what you caught on fire in that car because I know you got um, a lot of flames going in there, girl. Well, honestly, the doors didn't open and the window only cracked. So I literally just threw, like, shoved the water hose in there and just flooded it as much as I possibly could just to keep it from catching on fire. And it would still catch on fire. I would, like, go to take a break and I'd go inside because, you know, it was in my driveway. So I'd go inside, eat my sandwich, do whatever, and then come back and there would be like smoke coming out of the little cracks in the windows. And I would oh, just try my best to put it out. It's super funny. How did you think about how did you think about doing that? This to me is just when I saw this in the truck, I was just like, dude, I just like so I just head over heels about it, man. It's just so amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is. What yeah, did you I, think about doing it on a car, on a vehicle? Uh, it kind of fell by like grand design of the universe, man. I was a tow truck driver for like five years. <laughs> and uh, the only piece of equipment I had at the time was oh, a cutter. And so I would take home body parts of cars like after crashes and like from the tow yard and like just take home a bunch of scrap and just stuff and just start cutting it all up and I've always wanted to do like a full car, but um, trying to find somebody that would just let me cut up something so classic and rare is few and far between. <laughs> and so, yes, I, I totally dig this truck. So where is this yeah. truck now? So I that one I actually own. So that one's here with me. I just finished cutting the hood, like literally just got to the point where I just finally finished it. But I take it with me to like book signings or schools or events and some car shows. Did you put a front window in it? Uh, No, it doesn't have one in it. It's still wide open, just like it is. It's basically so awesome. I totally want to buy this from you when you're done with it. I I don't don't know. There's only really one place that could ever buy it, and I would just be okay with it going. And it's the same place that the car, I cut up a 1949 Chevy style master and it actually runs and drives. And the, um, my <laughs> client that owns it, he's like bagged it. It's, it's gnarly. And so it's in Snyder, Texas. And so if I was to ever sell the truck, it would have to go right to Snyder, Texas, you know, cause they're two, they're hand in hand. I want to be on his list then. <laughs> yes, yes. Great, so, Dennis. Dennis Stauber is online asking. Looks like it's a fifty-seven. Is that correct? Uh, Apache. I think it's a fifty-nine. Maybe something that has to do with the dual headlights. I'm not one hundred percent sure on all the classic cars, but I know. I was the most hated person on a car forum somewhere, enthusiast forum, whenever I cut this one up. It was 
crazy, but don't worry. I'm coming for something super, super rare, like to where like the enthusiasts get so mad they burn my house down type thing. I am coming for it and I'm going to make it run. I'm telling you, it just, it makes We got a new day for Revel Ray. I did. I do things out of spite now at this point. You tell me to stop. I'm going to just keep cutting every one of them if I can. And you don't, you don't need air conditioning. No, actually, actually, I, the car that I cut up that runs and drives, we took it to the Houston R Car Parade, uh, like a couple of weeks ago. So I got to answer like a lot of, a lot of answers to questions that I always get. I'm sure. Like, does it whistle whenever you drive down the road? <laughs> You can't get caught in the rain. You can't. I did know. I did find out that you can't drive it over like 50 or 60 miles an hour because the wind just catches it. It's kind of like a cheese grater. So it just catches it and it vibrates. But all the heat, you would think that it would be very like AC, like green. No, all the heat from the motor just comes straight through the firewall and it just sits in the car with you yeah, so yeah. i'm sure they're gonna work on that because <laughs> we <laughs> burned up during the the art car parade it was like already 100 degrees outside and when we got done and we go to step out of the car it felt cool outside that's how <laughs> hot it was inside so it's yeah it's like riding a harley no it's a lot harder <laughs> yeah i would have it burns your leg or something. Oh, yeah. I got, you know I've saying? been kissed by the exhaust. I don't know there. how many times. It's a little hot. <laughs> yes. What yes. is your next project, right? Uh, so I'm finishing up the Born Free Bike. So I actually kind of. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. I'm super pumped about it. It's behind me right now. I'm still working on the motor right now. So it's still in pieces. But um, from. What I know about the industry and bikes and M8s and motors and just the Harley world, it'll be the first blonde M8 that's out there. So <laughs> it'll have a blonde motor. So I'm super excited about that. And um, also there's a lot of other things that are on the motorcycle that have never been done before either. And so granted, every motorcycle build has never really been done before. But the blonde yeah, M8, right. I fully take 100% responsibility for that because... I did it. <laughs> People can check out your Instagram, right, to watch yeah. you build that bike. Yeah, so I've been posting progress online. And I think uh, my the teaser for my builder profile with Harley Davidson drops tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. And then, of course, my full builder profile with Harley Davidson will come out this summer. So everybody will see all that. I just saw that. I tried to send that to our producer, Corey. And Corey just put up... Um, Put up your QR code for your Instagram. So if anybody wants to go check that out, you can watch her progress on the Ring Ripple on her Instagram page. Um, Yeah, you just did a commercial or was it a promo spot with uh, Uh, 120 with Harley Davidson? I did. That was a real cool one. I tried to download it in time for the show tonight. It was so cool. I got to like meet Fast Eddie and like yes, Eddie is Eddie just such a like amazing human being. And he like literally becomes one with the motorcycle, which was super cool to see. I got to be like his like pit crew type thing. And so we got to do some wrenching and like what for filming and whatnot. Um, really, really cool. And then I got to sit on the ST, the Lowrider ST, because you know your girl got one. So I got to to do that too. 
Actually, you know what? Corey does have it. I'm sorry. That's fantastic. Corey is just amazing. So yeah, he, make, he makes me sound better than I am. All right, Corey, let's go ahead and play that. Let's, let's show him what it's about. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, it was so cool, right? Very so cool. cool. Thank you. Bye. That is so cool. So how they could have been too long ago. They just debuted them. Yeah, we actually just filmed it like literally like a month, month and a half ago, I think. I don't even can't, I can't keep up with the timelines because I go from one place to the next <laughs> to the next to the next. But I feel like it was literally like just a month or so. Okay, ago. cool. Right but, on. Uh, yeah, it was super cool. Fast Eddie is really awesome. Great dude. He pro he races pro stock baggers or something like that. Like he does a bunch of a whole bunch of stuff. Stunt rides, you name it. Total awesome dude. That is way cool. Well, you've got uh, you've got quite the buildup here of messages to you. Yeah. Kevin Teach Bass says hello. You spoke at his uh, high school class last year. Yeah. Hi. Yep. 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 And Mike Draco says hello. Thanks, guys, for chiming in. Hello. My pan is getting picked up this Friday. Headed to the Harley Davidson Museum in Milwaukee for the 120th. Wow. Way to go, Kevin. Yeah, the the bike that I'm building, too, it'll go up to Milwaukee. So as soon as Born Free's over, Harley's shipping it up there, too. So if you go to the homecoming, you'll get to see it. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Nice. My bike will be there. Cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then Larry Coleman says, you should try riding with Steve on a sidecar. <laughs> Steve hey, runs. Steve I'm runs. For Karma. Pilot, so hey, I don't threaten me with a good time, okay? Don't threaten <laughs> me with a good time. I'll take uh, you up on it, and I'll make you. Yeah, I'm telling you. Sunburn on your armpits. I messaged you a long time ago about welding with that no shirt on. Oh, it's not a. It's not a sunburn. I have viligo. <laughs> So I actually have a skin pigment. Uh, no, I said when you're welding, you're going to get oh, some. Oh, I thought you were talking armpit. about my white spots that are in no, my armpit. I'm like, no, that's I'm not you, from welding. That's just no. I can be welding. This is getting to be a real interesting show, right? No, I didn't see no white nothing on you. Oh yeah, you need a co-pilot if you want to race. I might put you on it. If you can Whenever hang. you're ready. Larry's you're right. Ready. Larry Coleman's the best sidecar rider out Yes, he is. Yes, he is. We all yeah. agree to that. And, yes. And uh, we're number one right now in our division. That's so cool. There's a lot you of know, that There's would be really <laughs> cool to see you guys team up, even if for a promo. Well, yeah, for a promo. For sure. Uh, for sure. Right. There we go. All right. Right there on Open Road Radio, guys. Let's <laughs> make it. 
making Never. shit happen right here. <laughs> hey, I forgot to tell everybody because I, I just uh, cuss and not supposed to do that on real radio. Uh, we are on our brand new station, Marques, over at the Sin City Las Vegas station, 107.1 FM. If you are yeah. listening out there, thank you so much for joining us to um, on Motorcycle Mondays, Open Road Radio, 107.1 in Sin City. So that is uh, very cool. So tell us, you know what, uh, Ray, You've got to tell me, how did motorcycles save your life? I know you, I mean, we've been talking about, you just did a commercial. You, you're building for Born Free. It sounds like you've just had such a great uh, career with motorcycles. What, it's your stunt rider. I mean, how could it have been that at one time it saved your life? Uh, well, I, I like everything I have done in my life. I just kind of fell into by accident and motorcycles was kind of like that. I rode dirt bikes and stuff as like a teenager. I was a skateboarder. So I've been kind of in the, like, you know, the, the, that world a little bit. Um, when I was 18, 19 years old, I used back when like fast and the furious really hit. I did a little bit of motorcycle stuff then, but um, when it was just like three, four years ago, I've only been riding for like three or four years. And so my kids started getting older and honestly, like I got onto motorcycle, got into motorcycles for all the wrong reasons. I got into it because it was very dangerous and reckless. And I just kind of wanted to be dangerous and reckless because, you know. That's just where my headspace was, but it's kind of funny when you're on a motorcycle and you you want to die when you're not on a motorcycle, and then you get on a motorcycle and you're around a bunch of eighteen wheelers on the interstate, and you really don't want to die anymore, right. you know. And so it kind of it kind of is it just gave me a place where all those voices would go to sleep and I wouldn't have to hear them anymore, and it just was me, the road, the wind and wow. a motorcycle and so i mean and my my daughter just texted me the other day and was like i'm ready to ride you know what i mean like i'm like i'm working the kids in it now you know my son's nice. been stunt riding too uh so i mean it's just become a part of oh that's fantastic yeah. Yeah. You know, it's always fun when it's a family, uh, ordeal. You know, my son, yeah. uh, my son is racing with, uh, with Steve in the son's, uh, son's of speed with hot shot there. And, uh, yeah, it's just such a great time that, uh, it really the, is. It really is. My son rides Yeah. Yeah. As well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's his family traditions. Boy, he's got three. Yep. Like that's going to be an expensive household in New York, right? Racing, you don't need a psychologist. You just go to race. No. You know, just, you know, you got a little something yep. flaring up, full throttle. Yep, 100%. You'll be fine. Yeah, 100%. I dare you to live just a little, and I guarantee you once you get on two wheels, it doesn't matter what two wheels it is. Live just a little, I promise you'll find a whole new purpose in life. And that's kind of what motorcycles did for me. It gave me a whole new purpose. And then, of course, like the stunt riding kind of came by accident, too. You ride with a bunch of donkeys, you become a donkey. And so that's basically <laughs> what I did, you know? <laughs> Don't be a jackass. That's how I Yeah, that's how well, I was trying not to say jackass. I said donkey. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did do a bad word. <laughs> Don't do yeah, that. yeah, that's absolutely true. Once you get on a motorcycle, and look how it evolves. 
Look what it makes you oh. do. Look at uh, Kevin teach. I mean, he's a teacher, you know, in a school. And oh, yeah. He's me, and Kevin are, me and Kevin I mean, are homies. Me and, Cam me and Kevin know each other very well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is what motorcycling. Look at the family it's done. Mm -hmm. I mean, hot shots are in our family now. It's just, uh, it's amazing. And, and Penny, I've known for years and years of motorcycling. So, yeah, motorcycling sure brings out the best in people and brings everybody together. That's, it that's really does. Absolutely it really for does. sure. When oh, Hogger made that commercial years ago, they knew exactly what they were talking about. They should have got more kudos for that. <laughs> well, I'll have my own one day. I'll have my own one day. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about um, being an author now. What is that? When, well, when do you have time? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have any time. That's why I like, I have to keep myself busy. Otherwise, I'll get in trouble, you know? <laughs> so, well, yeah. I just, when I have we know you got time, that rubble in you. Oh yeah, Feral one hundred percent. What do you What my, do you write? What is it about? What do you write it's about a, yourself? So it's actually a children's book, and it's about a little girl that wants to be a welder when she grows up. Oh, and, fantastic! Uh, I, well, and it's crazy how there's so many littles that we don't. We always shoot to to aim towards like high school and college student level kids, some middle school, but. You'd be very surprised. The littles are really into this. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially like younger little, like girls. Like they're watching their dads build motorcycles and work on machines and being mechanics and they're welding and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And these little girls from all over the country have sent me little flowers that they've made in oh the sunroom. Uh, and welded, this, welded flowers, yeah. Yeah, welded flowers, yeah. and yeah. so my now, daughter was welded. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. it's it's just there, like that spark is there so much earlier. And there was a little girl that just kind of confirmed it. There's well, two little girls that kind of confirmed it. Uh, one of them, her name was Olivia, and uh, she was actually at the PRI show. And my friend, I don't know, you oh, probably know who Garagebound is, Michael. Okay, so he texted me and he was like, hey, I got one of your little fans here. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, I'll send you a picture. He sends me a selfie with her. And she has one of my Ray Ripple hats on. And it's oh, the same yeah. little girl that just uh, sent me a flower a few weeks prior oh to that. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's this other little girl that's in town. And there's a restaurant uh, called Estella's here. And it's like a hole-in-the-wall, like, family-owned, homegrown restaurant. Like, the grandparents do the cooking. The mom and the husband run the restaurant, but like little cousins of the bus boys. And then they, the dad like runs the register and the little girls sit behind their, their daughters sit behind the counter and just play on their iPads and like, you know, just be a part of the restaurant. And right on. one day we were checking out because every Sunday we go ride motorcycles for a long haul and uh, we always stop there to eat breakfast before. And she's watching her iPad. And I was like, what are you watching? Just trying to start conversation with her. And she's like, I'm watching Frozen. And I was like, oh, I, I haven't seen that. I need to watch it. It's a good movie, I heard. Uh -huh. Well, we start chit-chatting for like a few more minutes. And then we're almost done checking out. And she looks up from her iPad. And she was like, I'm really shy, but I'm a really big fan of yours. And I was like, you know who I am? And she's like, yeah, I live down the street from you. I was like, you live down the street from me? And she's like, Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching you build sculptures in your driveway. For like oh my God, years. that's awesome. And I was what like, at that moment, I knew that there was a whole different level of responsibility that I carry, especially wow. for the little. Like, because I've always kind of just done my own thing and like just didn't really give to whatever.
Yeah, and yeah. you thought I was wrong or right or, you know, any of those kinds of things. And then after that, I just started noticing all these little girls that had been watching me for so long. And so I felt like I owed it, owed it, you know, like I had this thing that I needed to give them to show them that it's okay that you want to be a welder when you grow up. It doesn't that matter. That is so awesome. Hey, yeah. we have got to run to a quick ad break, but I want you to stay because I got to show you both something when we get back. Let's run okay. to an ad break and everybody hang five. Okay. Uh, we'll be back in two, actually. <laughs> two minutes. We'll be right back, guys. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews Products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews Products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Track days. Riding seminars. emergency response classes, first aid courses, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt, but we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. Full throttle law. We ride together. All right. And real quick, I got to show you guys this. Oh, oh. look at the flower. Uh -huh. Very cool. I have some of them. It's well, made out my, of workers. I like my, it. So Jake, my uh, my racer son, is a welder. And this is what he gave me for uh, Mother's Day. Nice. Last year. So, Jake, I'm wondering when I'm going to get this here. No, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> because it's that one just, that just melted my heart. That was just amazing. Hey, without further ado, Ray, we're going to keep you on, but we have to bring on our homing brother, motorcycle, John Dahmer, Dark Horse Crankshaft, because we got, hey, John, great to see you. Yeah, great to be here. Thank you. Hey, Quite an so, honor. Oh, uh, well, thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. We are, are thrilled that you're here. Uh, so many people were talking about you on Facebook and uh, um, Dark Horse Crankshaft. Uh, guys got some great products going on up there. I'll tell you that. Tell us a little bit about Home and Brothers. You guys have such quite a backstory. Was a grocery store back in the day and turned motorcycle shop. Yeah, well, you know what? My partners, uh, their parents ran a general store in the little village of Osmond, right? Population 22. And uh, the boys started <laughs> just out of high school behind their parents' general store. And for, for you older folk, I mean, it was Petticoat Junction General Store. They had everything, hardwood floors, um, and they, they had boots and paint and canned goods and, and uh, school supplies, dog food, you name it. And uh, their parents ran it from the mid-60s. And that's a picture of actually my partner's 
um, in front of their shop at that time that was behind the general store. And that that's Tom, Pat, and Mike. And uh, Pat and Tom are still my partners. Mike got out to uh, become a welder, actually, huh? and uh, followed, his, followed his passion there, right? All the smart guys get out, and uh, we're still uh, we're still in the business. So uh, now, now actually, we're into the second generation. Both uh, Pat and Tom's boys are with us at the shop and have have started purchasing their dad shares of it. So it's it's really cool because they're there's such passion for the motorcycle industry. I mean, my partners are are diehard Harley Davidson guys. And uh, we've been very blessed to uh, be able to continue on. And uh, for this year to be the 120th is such a huge deal for uh, for Harley Davidson, and uh, uh, it should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. They put a uh, Harley has helped us out quite a bit with our racing. Uh, we teamed up with Saddleman this year and uh, trying to showcase our performance abilities. Uh, been road racers at heart. Uh, really, I road raced sportsters back in the nineties and, uh, have continued. Yeah. Continued on road racing, uh, all that time. Actually, that was a picture. I think that was the first time I met Penny. We were, uh, racing the BRL and we won that race in, uh, in Utah. Yep. So that was a pretty cool, that was a, a cool thing to be part of. And this year we're racing, uh, Primarily Moto America BRL just had a great race this last weekend in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh, uh, yeah. There's- Rob is is doing doing such They're a dead. great job at promoting that that part of uh but that's what really makes it fun. You know, it's kinda like outlaw racing. That's what we call the Sons of Speed, you know. Uh vintage racers is outlaw racing, and that's that's kind of another just because it's so grassroots, you know, not a a lot of rules yet, but uh, you know, and hopefully there won't be. But yeah, they had yeah. a great, uh, great time. We're flat, we're flat <laughs> <laughs> right, Shelly, Shelly Rossmeyer, one of my old sponsors, um, is big into that. Shelly and I go way back, nice. and uh, that's one of my good buddies there. You can see up there, Michael Barnes. He won the Daytona 200, uh, I think, in 16. And uh, what a cool thing to be part of with him when we started, when this beggar racing thing came up and everybody's like, uh, uh, we don't know if this is going to work or not. I called up Michael and I said, you want to be part of this whole gig? And uh, he said, I'd love to. And and we had a couple of good years developing bikes and, and getting things, uh, getting things rolling. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy Light from HPI, Another good friend of mine and Michael and myself are all part of this effort, and uh, it, uh, it continues on. This year we got four riders racing for us. Um, uh, you know, Patricia Fernandez. West yes, yes. Is, uh, I don't know if you've had her on the show, but, man, she's she's lightning in a bottle right there, and that would be a great girl to have we on board. We have had her on the show several times, and she is just hellacious. We're just loving yeah, it. Oh, yeah. yeah and her yeah. husband, Corey. Corey. Husband, Corey West. Corey yeah. West. Um, you know, that's, that's a unique couple right there. She's actually – uh, Northern Ireland racing the the Northwest 200. This, yeah, this I week. saw that. I saw that. So that's a pretty cool. Uh, uh, I mean, it's it's really a, a neat team to be involved with. The Eckerts, uh, Chris and Dave Eckert, uh, are just putting their heart and soul into this year's effort. So 
um, I'm just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Speaking, speaking of riding, I rode the flathead in Daytona track. I got 97 yeah. mile an hour on that little thing. And, uh, when when the Sons of Speed actually raced there, right? The first year? No, no, it was it was Arma, different different race. Oh but, yeah, yeah the road course. We do road courses on flatheads too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that was a big track, so it's cool. You got to go to Daytona, isn't that cool? That track is incredible. Even yeah, I probably. Yeah, I've raced there probably forty plus times, maybe even. We used to go there spring and fall every year. CCS. Um, it used to be CC- in spring, it'd be CCS the first weekend. And then Arma was there like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then we went right into AMA Moto America. And, yeah, uh, America. it's, 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 boy, she's a big old girl that, that'll take you and, and, uh, chew you up and spit you out sometimes. And then, and then there's other times when it's, uh, really a great thing to be a part of. I mean, it's a motor. You, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we had a we had a great year this year. You know, all we we had double headers with those baggers, and uh, uh, all four bikes finished both races, which is quite a feat in all of itself. And we came out of there third in points and fifth in points in the uh, in the in the King of the Baggers series. So awesome. feeling pretty good about the season, and and yeah that's a, that exhaust system's pretty kick-ass too on that bike right there you got the two and a one and coming back out oh that's uh i don't know which i, I, I lost it there for a second head. but jimmy light at hpi and and his guys made that exhaust system for us i mean it was it's a work of art i mean that's how uh, mine are i got some really nice ones for the old flatheads everybody's like what the hell is that i go it's tuned, <laughs> tuned. and stainless steel oh yeah yeah, that one got outlawed because it went through the bag. So then, like the next year, they said we couldn't put it through the uh, saddle bag. But Michael Barnes is a pretty talented rider, and he would he would scrape everything on the asphalt that he could. So he always took it as a challenge, no matter what we had on the bike. He was going to try to uh, scrape it off, and and he tried very hard on a number of occasions. But uh, <laughs> I see they shorten the bags on them. Yeah, and. Now they have a they have a twelve pack of beer that you got to be able to fit in the bag so that it uh, that's their that's their legal limit there. That makes sense. No, it's not a tall boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's my partner Pat Pat Hoban. Um, he's sixty five years old and still comes in every day. He does a lot of the. Uh, that's an old picture though, but uh, he does basically all the. Uh, I shouldn't say all the, but uh, a lot of the uh, crankshafts into the cases through our dark horse side. He works on the dark horse side of our of our building. We we basically have two businesses under one roof. Um, they operate uh, somewhat independently, but uh, we're all still one big happy family within our business. So it's pretty cool. You've done a lot of work with uh, Harley Davidson and Buell, obviously. Yeah, that's you know what. I mean, a little history of Dark Horse is uh, I we were racing Buells um, shortly after we retired the Sportster and we went to Buells and we were working with engineers um, at Buell back in, I'm going to say, 97. We got our first press together crankshaft out of the out of the factory. And um, it was bizarre because in 99, when Harley came out with it, they were like, oh, this is the, the latest, greatest thing, pressed together crankshafts. 
and uh, you can't remanufacture them. You know what? They're going to last forever. Meanwhile, we were we were rebuilding that Buell already at that point. So we had a little bit of a leg up when it came to the, that that style crankshaft. And um, um, we've taken that ball and run with it. Our, our, we manufacture a lot of our proprietary parts that we use in the in the uh, manufacturing, remanufacturing of crankshafts. We work very closely with SNS. We work very closely with Harley Davidson. We're very blessed. I mean, we've got a lot of great friends within the industry and uh, cherish them every day. You know, um, you guys have had, what, three or four expansions over the last uh, 15, 20 years, and you guys are yeah. going for another? I mean, that shows good. Uh, your, your, your work is quality, and you know, you've, got a, you've got a base out there. You've got definitely a, a, a large base. Yeah, we've been running about every five years. Um, a couple of my good friends that uh, are builders and uh, within the within our area, uh, they they enjoy us. I mean, we we're. If you need uh, stairs, we got somebody in the house that can do stairs pretty well. Oh, all right, <laughs> perfect. Well, I need I need some good flywheels and uh, crankshaft. Oh, there you guys go. Bam! Tear motors up, let them run. Right, blowing them things up. Right. There we go. That's funny. So Dark Horse started in 1980, correct? Isn't that what? Well, you it started within Hoban Brothers. My partner Tom Hoban. Um, so he's a he's a, a journeyman machinist by trade, and also owned his own machine shop. Mm-hmm. And um, so at night he would come in and do all the crankshaft work, and we did that for a lot of, uh, of course, our own customers and then local shops. We were very regional. Um, back in the day and when we uh, um, we were using the SNS method I mean I think our SNS uh, dealer number is like 2285 which right now they're in <laughs> hundreds of thousands right yeah but, uh, yeah. Um, I so like those early numbers yeah we, we so, uh, he uh, so he would do that work at night after he got done machining parts. And then in the mid nineties, we started branching out and really took the dark horse name. I mean, it's, uh, it's an odd story with how that originally came up, but we were doing some work with an engine builder within the industry and uh, they never wanted necessarily it to be a Hoban brothers branded uh, crankshaft. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we came up with the name dark horse and um, and then took that ball and ran with it. So that became our national business as far as the crankshaft remanufacturing. And now we we manufacture our own crankshafts. We we custom build them. We work with SNS. They do some work with us um, in some proprietary parts that they supply us. And then we manufacture a fair amount of parts on our own. And and uh, it's been really cool. I mean, it's so when you go back when you go back to and I, I tell this story quite often that. Um, in the later 90s, early 2000s, I thought who in their mind, right mind, would ship a crankshaft across the United States, right? <laughs> uh, you know, it costs $70 or whatever. And that's how maybe, maybe naive, maybe not, I don't know, but uh, it ended up where all of a sudden now everybody ships UPS, right? And it's nothing to ship something across the United States because we're a very niche business and uh my employees do an amazing job and their attention to detail has been uh really the 
cornerstone of our business. So Amazon um, thinks the same thing, I'm sure. What, what kind of steel do <laughs> right. you use, too? Is it a secret to steel? Is it a secret secret patent hardening <laughs> technique? What's going on there? I want to know the metal side of it. I'm kind of right. Tell right. me what's well, going on. We'll I talk. We'll talk some offline, and we'll. Predatory secrets. I'll call you on my John, the secrets, John. I think it's just such a great American success story. You know, it really is. Talk about a, you know, started out as a grocery store, morphed into a motorcycle uh, shop, and then uh, you know, and family owned and. You know, you're you're part of that family, obviously, and yeah, it just—it's yeah. amazing that um, you know those those success stories are still around. It's so good to see. It's so good yeah, to see that it, they're still it really, around. I'm, I'm, I feel very honored to be part of it. And there's a lot of times that I, I walk around the shop and go like, this is so cool. Right. I mean, that's you talk, awesome. You have gratitude. When you, when you talk America, to too, baby made in America, just like, yeah. Yeah. Made in America. Right. Hey guys, we just have one minute left. So we are going to do our flyers off the air. So I will put them, I will post them right now. John, real quick, give everybody a, um, a name, a number where they can find more information. <laughs> well, uh, HobenBrothers.com and DarkHorseCrankWorks.com, DarkHorseMotorCompany.com. Uh, they all they all get you to where I don't have a cool. That's oh, I guess I have a QR code. I don't even know I had a QR code for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, right. See, Ray's got a QR code. She's got all that stuff all going on. I mean, I want to thank our guests <laughs> so much. I want to thank you, John, for showing up. Hot shot, awesome. Can't wait to see. You. Are you going to be in Tennessee? I don't know. I got a little stuff brewing, so I'm not sure. I hope you are. I, I hope I, you are. It's I, just in a couple know, of weeks. It'll give me something to look forward to. Uh, Ray Rippo, her phone died. That's why she disappeared. It was <laughs> a blast to have you on. Oh, Penny, looking great. Always, as always, always good to see you. Beautiful, Penny. You look beautiful, Penny. Good and, to see you, Stephen and John. Good to see you, man. John, nice yeah, to meet you. Yeah, thank you very much. And you guys, you can, uh, we're going to have to bring both of these, all three of these guys back. Ray, I mean, we could talk to you, you know, for another hour. John, love to see more stuff and bring in some more of, uh, some more of the people with Dark Horse well, as well. We'll see, you on the, we'll see you at the Panhead ride, right? We will see you. We'll yeah. see you next right. month. Very excited. We want I to thank all of our listeners from 107.1, 1400 AM, and everybody on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night, and we'll catch you next time here on Open Road Radio. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to America's premier motorcycle talk show, Open Road Radio. Hey, thanks for coming along. We hope you enjoyed the ride.